listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. So, Guido, did you watch the game yesterday? Uh, yeah. All yeah, right. I did, actually. Uh, did you stay? Did you watch the whole game yesterday? Yes. Because yes. it was interesting to watch uh, the the game, the Cardinals game yesterday, which I think was a 27-27 tie, which yep. is like taking your sister to the prom. You know you're going to get some, but there's something wrong about it. Um <laughs> And and it was I mean did you was it me or did the the Fox announcers uh, about midway through the second quarter they start I mean they started to get bored they realized okay this is not the most exciting game in the world little did we know what would happen in the last twelve minutes of the game right but uh, uh, the Fox announcers they start doing camera shots of the crowd is it not true that they made us look like the worst sports fans ever no no <laughs> it's 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 totally not true we made us look like the worst. <laughs> Sports fans ever. We were sitting there. I, I swear. Did you go to the game? No, 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 no. Oh, all no. right. We're. I, I'm saying collectively, we were sitting there falling asleep in the stands. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, dude. Yeah. Get up. It's the second quarter. What are you doing? Yeah. They were. I mean, here's the thing. You pay fifteen hundred dollars for your season tickets, and, I, and I'm, I'm st- speaking specifically of the two middle-aged men that the Fox camera zoomed in on about six minutes into the second quarter, and they've, they've got their arms crossed, and one's looking at the other guy, going, "Hmm." You know what I mean? Like, well, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Might as well go get a twelve dollar beer. Like, might as well I mean, do something. I, I know it's the Lions, but really, that's the attitude you have. That I mean, I, I love that. I know it's the Lions. Do you think in Detroit? <laughs> do you think in Detroit they're like? I can't believe we almost lost to the Cardinals. I mean, I know it's the Cardinals. <laughs> exactly. You know what no, I mean? No. Th- I mean. That should have been a we, – we should have ran away with it. What, what yes. happened? Yeah, well, I mean the, – uh, The defense, I mean – Well, I mean, look, you got I me. Mean, I don't want to mm, get all sports talking. Yeah, you yeah. get all sports talking. No, what we got there is uh, a situation where Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions are a terrible football team. Uh, but, we, you know, I mean, when you've got Patrick Peterson sitting out, Robert Alford has got uh, – was a broken leg or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So, so you've got some defensive back issues. A good team with a good quarterback and a decent offense could have come in and just wiped the field with the Cardinals. Thankfully, we don't have any vested interest in any of that stuff. <laughs> but at least consider yourself lucky. Imagine you're in Kansas City, right? And you're watching the early game on CBS. <laughs> right. And your team is just, like, imagine, it, what, what, what do you think would have happened here if oh for whatever God. reason the Cardinals were... When they were getting it handed to them in the second quarter or yeah. third, early in the third quarter, they're just if, like, "Let's switch to." We're gonna. By the way, there's nothing more offensive than being told <laughs> we're going to take the television and switch it over to the to a more competitive game. Not that I'm, <laughs> not that I'm a fan of, of of talking about sponsors and advertisers being the corporate shill that I am. Mark and I have how many different endorsements are we running? But imagine you're an advertiser and you've paid to be on the Kansas City Chiefs Jacksonville broadcast right, or whatever right. it is, yeah. and the network a decides. Local sponsor. Yeah, the network <laughs> decides. If, what if they'd done that in the third quarter here in Arizona? If Fox had said, "Okay, we're going to take this over to a more competitive game, <laughs> more competitive game," that's a kick in the nuts right there. Is what yeah. that is. Yeah, you know? People would be rioting yeah. in the streets. Well, they are not on happy. Twitter. None too pleased <laughs> in Kansas City today. So, oh no. Consider yourself lucky. You know, again, a tie. It's still better than a loss, but hey, you know what? ASU beats Sacramento State. You there take, you go. You take what you can get, I guess. <laughs> Again, it's like taking your sister to the prom. <laughs> She's a hell of a dancer, and you know you're going to get a handy later. But, oh, what? As and usually at this point, 
On a Monday, we do the the Mark and the Underpaul story time where you have to pick between two stories. But <clears throat> with not, Mark not being here, I'll tell you my story. And I, I feel I'm not sure if I should be offended by this. Maybe Guido, if you're if you're listening to the program, you can chime in on this. Should I be offended that Staples believes I'm too stupid to put together an office chair? Uh, no. Okay. No. All right. I, I want to make I sure it's not just me. Young. Should I blame Ikea for this? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I, I went out. I, I had a, an office chair that I've had in my home office at home for, I don't know, 10, 12 years or whatever. And finally, as is wont to do when you pay, you know, $89 for an office chair, uh, they're not exactly built for generations of, of survival. <laughs> so it broke and I needed to go get a new chair. So I went to Staples to pick up a new office chair. And it was awesome because I thought to myself when I got there, <clears throat> I was going to have to order it out of a catalog or something like that. Little did I know. Oh, no. That the one those. thing that you get at Staples is a ton of office chairs. What I didn't know is how comfortable a gaming chair is. Oh. And you're a gamer, right? So you know what a gaming chair is. found them. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason why kids are overweight now, and it's because (laughs) gaming chairs are damn comfortable. Yep. Yep. I uh, I decided that there's a market there. (laughs) Yeah. There's a market for for sedentary children (laughs) at Staples. Who knew? Children of the age of 34. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Middle-aged children. I'm 51 years old, and now I own a gaming chair. Yeah. Yeah. I did I did resist the temptation to buy the one with like the neon racing stripes. Oh. Like, like I don't know why, you know, for the person who wants to be sedentary but wants to feel like they're driving a car in the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that's you can all buy it. you can buy a gaming chair. I mean they have racing stripes on them and, and yep. spoilers, matching neon blue to match your headset. Oh, it's unbelievable. Red. Yeah. 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 Nope. I, I redis- resisted that temptation. I ended up with just a, you know, it's a black on gray gray on black type motif there nice subtle yes because it's very difficult in the unlikely event i do get vanessa to come visit me and i get to make dinner or something like that for her at some point which i would love to do because she's a lovely woman but in the unlikely event you bring any woman back to a house all right Mm -hmm. and you're showing around you know this is the here's my home office and stuff like and she sees the neon green gaming chair (laughs) next to a you know a 32 inch computer monitor and let's face it, uh, you you know you tend to have the mind starts racing. Yeah, and yeah. and then you, and you do tend to have you know the antiseptic hand wipes nearby just right. because you put gunk. Like if you get the, I'm one of those people that well, had this gunk clean. on the mouse. You're clean. Yeah, yeah I put you, gunk. You don't want to. Yeah. Right. So you don't want that to be like. What game are you playing in that chair with your <laughs> with your you're, hand sanitizer? You're there for several hours. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> so it was very very disturbing to me when I got the box open and I realized that they have it set up and I again I guess I blame Ikea for this Ikea basically gives you a Ziploc bag with an assortment of parts and mm-hmm. says have at it yeah you know good yeah. luck well well credit where credit is due to the Staples people they actually segmented out step by step so I, I whip open the instruction manual <laughs> And it's hieroglyphics, and there's only like five pieces. Yeah, you've got exactly. you've got the two pieces of the chair, the back and the and the and the seat, mm-hmm. and then you've got the post for the for the rollaway, you know, the rollaway base for the chair, like any yeah. other office chair. Yeah. But it says, you know, in the picture, you know, part A, part B, part C, part D. But inside there, the parts are called A, B, C, D, and as well. So okay. you do step yeah. one. Yeah. Step one involves four screws that are called part B. Step okay. two involves four screws that are called part B. Step three involves two <laughs> screws that are called part B. So what they're essentially saying is, I'm too stupid to do the math to realize how many screws I need for this step. Right. They couldn't give you 18 of part B. No. No, they, they did. To, they had to segment them into yes. sets of four. Yeah, I did get 18, 18 of the part B, but they yeah. were in, they were, each one of these things was individually packaged in like a, 
Well, if I was buying meth, you know what I mean? Like you get the little plastic <laughs> bag, the little, little Ziploc plastic baggies of... I mean, not that I've ever bought meth. Yeah, yeah. You know. No. Everyone knows what a dime bag is. It's okay. Right, exactly. So... <laughs> We've all got our cards. We're all legal here. Right, yes. I, my, my glaucoma was acting up. My there back is my there back is in, a, in an inordinate amount of pain, no, which is why I bought the gaming chair, because of the lower back support. Exactly. It's, uh, it's just like the Lego sets. They give you the little, you know, little baggy pack full of mini baggy packs that you open up, and each one's a little portion. Oh, is that what they do when you're building Legos? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I haven't yeah. played. I'm 51. They, I stopped playing with Legos about six years ago. Yeah. Well, I'm speaking from my childhood experiences. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just... They have the same hieroglyphics, too. Oh, all right. Well... That's probably where it came from. All right. So I shouldn't feel like I was just... Like, I'm being made to feel stupid. Too think, stupid to put together a chair. Think about it this way. If they sold that chair to a mom and their 13-year-old, they'd have the mom coming back, Karen, asking, I need to speak to your manager. Yes. This is too complicated for a 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> what I really love is if you can't uh, if you can't put together a chair, they tell you to go to a website. Like, if you can't put together a chair, but you're able to navigate the internet. Okay. I need the chair to access the internet. <laughs> I have a question for you. Uh, would you want to live forever? I don't know about this, Guido. Would you want to live forever? Like, how old are you now? Uh, 34. 34. All right. Would you want to live forever? No. Okay. All right, because the question is, because there's a study, apparently Fox News is reporting, there's a study that reveals biological aging actually might be reversible. Volunteers in a California study were given a cocktail of three common drugs for one year. It's a growth hormone and diabetes medications, all right? Okay. And, and what they were trying to do is they were trying to regenerate the, it's called the thymus gland. Apparently that's something yeah. to do with, to try and help you with, if you're a diabetic, mm -hmm. I guess it, it helps you out in that thing. What they found out is that participants in this study locked, lost two and a half years on something called the epigenetic clock. And that's yeah. basically, that's, that's your, that's your aging. That's like the Benjamin Button thing. Right. Yeah. It's the internal mechanism that keeps everything kind of at the same speed. It's supposed to age everything at the same time. Wow. Check out the big brain on, on Guido yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah the I, homeschooling I education. That. Good so for wait, you. You're, you're talking about, I, I have a little bit of clarification. You're talking about everyone living forever. Well, I don't know about like, everybody, but, but possibly I mean, getting to that point as a society or as a, as a, as a race. That would be different, I think, than you individually living forever. Me? No, thanks, no. Thanks, I mean, man. I, I a, a specific that. person living forever and like outliving everyone they know. Yeah, I, that would be really depressing. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Like, I, I will give you a great example. The reason why you don't want to outlive everybody you know is go to your grandmother's house. And just sit there for an hour or two and let her tell you the stories about all of her friends that died. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was what – my grandmother was awesome. Um, but but I would sit in her house. This I was a child at this point. She was mm. only in, like, her 60s at this point. But mm. but I remember she would just – the phone would ring and she'd be on the phone. She'd go, oh, let me tell you about Mary Aloisi. She just died. Like, like every time yeah. you talk to your grandparents, they tell you – basically, hey, Grandma, what's going on? Ah, oh, and then you have the list of people who died like mm -hmm. that song. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure I would want to live forever, but apparently they've been able to reverse the effects, the biological effects of aging. And I say to myself, would I want to live forever? Um, the other side of that is I'm guessing Keith Richards already has been taking this combination of cocktails. <laughs> Unknowingly. Unknowingly, yeah. He's, he's just, just been mixing things yeah. together. <laughs> oh, you got there. We're going to try one of these things here. No, no, no. Rich, Rich, Rich uh, don't do that. Don't uh, do that. Don't do that. Right, this is great. Oh. Going to live forever is what I'm going to do now. <laughs> 
now it's time for the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. This is when somebody acts like the fool, and we uh, we have this tendency to to bring it up. If you want to check out the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day, usually it's posted on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page, but Mark is not here to do that today. We're going to Indianapolis. This is uh, an interesting, a mystery dumbass, if you want, because police are asking for the public's help to identify this woman who walked into her local gas station. Now, you've done this before. How many times have you gone to your local QT or whatever it is, and you, you stick your uh, your bank card in, and you try to get gas, and you see on your on your, your statement that there's a like a, a $1 charge, all right? Well, at certain gas stations, they put at least a $10 hold when they have to activate the pump from inside the store. So this woman walks into the store and says, hey, I need, uh, I need uh, you to, you know, to, to unlock pump number four. So they unlock pump number four. She comes back and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I was on uh, I was on pump, pump number five. And I said, well, that's great. Just understand that on your statement, you're going to see a $10 hold on the credit card. And it's going to take um, 24 hours for that thing to, to be to be released. Well, this woman was not having any of it. So uh, she decided to destroy the inside of the convenience store, causing about two to $3,000 worth of damage. That's not the proper response when you're upset that they've got a hold on your credit card because, and I've mentioned it before, they have a hold on her credit card, which means they have her credit card number. Police say woman caused an estimated $2,500 to $3,000 in damages. And if you happen to have any information on this woman, you can contact the Indianapolis Police Department and give the name of the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day who, who, when somebody has a hold on your credit card, you're rarely not in a position of authority. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Well, it's Mark and Neanderthal again because uh, Mark is on vacation. Well, technically on vacation. He's coming back from Long Island. He went to his 40th high school reunion. So we were looking for somebody. Apparently, we have found out there's an inordinate amount of Marks that live here in the Valley of the Sun, not the least of which is the Attorney General of the state, Mark Brnovich, who joins me now this morning. Why don't you just call me Benny the Bee, the hitman on oh, no. KSLX. Are we doing this? Now we're going to start the show? No, I, I, like, you know, I, need my, I want some walk-up music. I said this last time. Oh, you guys Jesus. need to get... All right, let me give you some walk-up music. I, well, I like some... You're so demanding. I mean, no. you're a oh, demon. You, you made me sit outside for five minutes in the sun. I'm sweating like Elvis before the second show at the Garden. You said to me I'll be there between 7.30 and 8. So from 7.30 to 8, we had somebody down there... Watching was, the front door. I was here at 7.58. Yeah. We, 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 that's between 7.30 and, and 8, technically. Yes, and there was a ton of traffic. Yes. Oh, well, look. Why? You can't get a police escort? You're the friggin' attorney general. You're the law. You are the law. It was Monday bad. Monday traffic. Monday bad. Seriously, the 202 was terrible. Uh, I imagine Horrible. it would be. Let me find Horrible. you. I got to find you some good walk-up music. I'm going to give you some Van Halen. You, you tell folks this is not rehearsed here. This is all impromptu. Yeah, we're making we're making this all up here. We're going. <laughs> ahead. Look, it's all right. Yeah, here we go. Here's some some some, some sinister sounding walk-up music for Mark Bernovich. No, 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 no. Now this is this is what happens when like the heavy walks in. Here it comes. He's he's can't, uh, he's taking a, a swig of coffee. You know, you could have done that. You've had you were here at seven fifty eight. You've had thirty two minutes to have a sip of coffee. You wait till we turn the microphones on. <sighs> Jesus. Well, so, am I not allowed to do that on the air? No, you can do whatever you, you need to do on the air. Because if I get arrested, I I know somebody in the attorney general's <laughs> office that can get me out of this thing. I can't get to help you very much. <laughs> so, by the way, is this something that you had to put on your on your schedule? Like, you know how we t- they talk about it? We're not going to talk about politics, but I do want to talk about scheduling. Like, when people are looking for the attorney general for the state of Arizona today, between now and whatever time you've got blocked off, is it executive time or are you is it is it in your office that they know where you are? This was so important to me. We blocked out the morning from 7.30 to 10 for K. 
advocate for KSLX. All right. So this is uh, so how do the, how do we explain this to the taxpayers that this is what the attorney general does on a Monday morning? Well, just so we're clear, I'm the attorney general anywhere and everywhere I go. So even on the weekends when it doesn't say anything, or you know, I may be doing stuff. So I'm all I'm always the attorney general. If there's issues with search warrants or you know things that are going on, I mean, I'm all I always have to be ready. So theoretically, as you know, like something could happen and they could come in here and say, "Oh my gosh, you need to go do this," or you're going to have to leave to go do X, Y, or Z. So I mean, so it's a 24/7 job, is yes, what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I'm a constitutional officer, and uh, yes. Okay, what are you big time in me? No, seriously, you're the one that brought it up. I was just here to play some music. I was like, hey, I'm going to, well, you know what? Let's play some Jimmy Buffett today. Your two favorite uh, words. I hate Jimmy Buffett. I, I know you do, but well, explain this to me. He's now, the buyer for our times. Will you do me a, a, a favor? Will you try to uh, enact some legislation uh, that if Jimmy Buffett fans don't clean up their styrofoam shark fins, off the Volvos that pop off their car on the on the on the ten between that here and when they go to the amphitheater, can you can you accelerate the penalty for that, please? I will tell you that there, um, Jimmy Buffett has become way too commercialized from his days, but uh, there's nothing like a Jimmy Buffett show. It's kind of like the old Kiss concerts in right. the seventies, you know. What song do you want to hear? What Buffett? Yeah, I got my all my choices. Yeah, just pick right. a song. One particular harbor. What is it called? One particular harbor. All right. Let me see if I if I can dig that up for you. And if I can. Like, I don't want any, like, Margaritaville or anything like that. Anybody can play that song. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. God forbid you play a song people want to hear. No, this we're going eclectic. This is like the deep cuts. All right. Here we go. In fact, when do I get to give out some concert tickets? Oh, I don't know. Here you go. You want to blame this on Bruno right now. So the question was just asked, how much of the audience do you think we just lost? Well, we gained the audience. Crime. You think so? Seriously, people right now are probably texting and emailing going, oh my goodness, there's a new DJ. That guy's great. No, you know what I think is going on right Burn now? Burn the the hitman. I will tell you right now, it's Mark and Paul, Mark Burnovich uh, uh, taking over the radio program, so let's blame him for that Jimmy Buffett song, One Particular Harbor. Um, here's the thing. We were just talking about this because you're a big Buffett fan. You like uh, like the Grateful Dead, and you like like sort of that hippie, laid-back vibe deal. Do you think, because I, I couldn't, I can't stand Jimmy Buffett music. I can't stand that style of music. Is that a, do you think that's a regional thing? Because you went to ASU. I did. I did not. I went to school in the Northeast where, like, it's all about Jay Giles and Boston and, 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 and Aerosmith and sort of. Is it, you think that's a sort of a regional thing where we're more laid back here in Arizona? And I, the reason why I bring it up is because uh, yesterday you probably were at the, at the football game. Um, about midway through the second quarter, Fox Sports started to, you know, when the, when the Cardinals weren't doing as well, started to do crowd shots. And we are the most laid-back sports fans ever. We're halfway through the second quarter of a game, and the shot is like these two middle-aged guys sitting there looking at each other. And the look on their face is like, well, I guess this is what it's going to be. I guess this is where we are. Well, well, we don't boo Santa Claus, so I, I will give our sports fans that. And I'll tell right. you what, growing up here, I think part of it is, Paul, is that I grew up here when we were growing up, the only professional team we had was the Suns. And so uh, professional is a strong word. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, anyway. But uh, so, so sometimes, I mean, what bugs me is you go to a Cardinals game and a bunch of people there are cheering for the other team. And I think that's because so many people that live here in the Phoenix area, you know, Phoenix metro area, are from somewhere else. Right. And I do think there is something to this notion that because it's so nice and beautiful here with the palm trees, the desert and stuff. Sure. That sometimes if you're an athlete and you can go golfing or you can go out to these great restaurants and stuff, sometimes maybe you get a little soft. And uh, versus if you're living in Boston or New York or Philly where 
all you can do is, you know, play your sport. And if you don't, people will rip your head off. Right. Yeah. So you think that that, that translates into the Jimmy Buffett thing, the laid back thing? I, well, I don't, we said, I mean, Buffett has become so corporate. I remember um, my late sister, um, all, my two older sisters, my late sister was really into Jimmy Buffett, took me to Jimmy Buffett show. Right. And there was a certain, like, he was really popular with Margaritaville for a while there. And then he kind of like fell out of favor. And, you know, there's a lot of people, even when I was at ASU, people like, oh, that guy's a hillbilly and he's country or whatever. And they didn't want to play him. They wanted to play the B-52s or, you know, Oingo Boingo, all that kind of uh, 80s new wave stuff. Right. But then he made a comeback. And then he became like this corporate brand where now he's got like, you know, cookbooks and his own tequila and hotels. And Well, it's the music business. He, well, he's totally commercial now. I mean, and so it, it's really crazy to think about it because part of his whole vibe, especially I think early on, was it was a laid back vibe. It was kind of like your own little slice of paradise. You know, Jimmy Buffett used to joke that people ask him, uh, where's Margaritaville? And he'd be like, anywhere you want it to be, buddy. You know, and it's uh, until it became uh, a cheeseburger place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he actually <laughs> opened a place at Mar- Margaritaville restaurants and yes, all that stuff for a while. Yes, exactly. And so he still has, like I said, he literally has casinos and hotels and, you know, frozen food and tequila. So it's, it's become very corporate. But Here's why I don't like Jimmy Buffett. All right. We get into this, right? This is ridiculous. I, I, I can't believe that anybody would buy a song based upon something that we all complained about in high school. You know the song I'm playing? Math Sucks? Math Sucks. Yes, well, I don't even like the song. Why not? But you don't have to like every song an artist sings. Do you, love, is, do you love every song by Jay Giles? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's some good ones. Don't get me. I Must Got Lost. Yeah. This is really, by the way, he's advocating murder here. Let's, let's change the song. Come on, seriously, you're giving Jimmy Buffett a bad name now. I'm giving, I didn't write the song. But seriously, you, it's like you, you're, that's a small sample size. Yes, it's the, it's it, that was his comeback song, by the way. No, his, the big comeback came when he did that country at crossover album with uh, George Strait and all those guys, and did yeah. uh, the Hank Williams songs and everything. all songs that we're not never going to play. We don't have to play those. We already played. You played one particular harbor. Already won. You win. I didn't know this was a competition. How did this become? How did this become a, a competition? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to argue with the uh, with the attorney general. No, come on, one particular harbor. It's a great song. In fact, everyone out there listening should uh, request more Jimmy Buffett. No, no, they should not. More Buffett. It's uh, less is more is really what we're looking at here. Mark and Neander Paul, by the way, Mark Burnovich, uh, the attorney general, is trying to take Mark's job, and we've just been sitting here, sort of talking about how you were at the football game yesterday. I was. Um, did you actually think that there was going to be a chance that that we, you know, the, the Cardinals would come back and win that game? I am an optimist, so yes, I did think that uh, they probably they might at least come back to score score a bit. And then as they started getting a couple first downs, I thought they can actually do this. And and the thing is, even in the first half, there was a couple of those plays where they were so close, like they were just like a couple inches off, foot off here. Um, you know, he had that bad throw in the first quarter and. They're playing Detroit, man. Come on, Detroit always finds a way to choke. So yeah, well, that's the thing. Now, if you're if you are uh, any team and you've got an 18 point lead in the fourth quarter and you choke it, um, you deserve to lose the game. Unfortunately, they didn't get they didn't well, get to that part. If they were playing, the, let's say the Patriots, right, there might have been a different outcome. But I think that in that game, that team, they had a shot. All right. Do you think you should make it? Can you? Is it possible you can introduce legislation to outlaw the tie in in the NFL? Can we do that? Oh, can we make it illegal for them to do business in the state of Arizona? Like, like kissing your sister, isn't that what they say a tie is? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah you know, you're getting action, but it's, it's, there's something wrong about it. Well, that's really creepy now. I think that uh, I didn't bring action. Getting action. What the hell is that? You were the one that brought the sisters into this thing, kissing your sister. That was your phrase, not mine. That's an old saying. A tie is like kissing your sister. Yeah, yeah. Who introduced it to the conversation? But no one said that it was whatever, like some sort of 
whatever you called it, erotic or whatever. But I uh, never said anything. Now you're, these are your words, not mine. No, I never I, used the word erotic. What did you say? Like, what did he say? Someone help me out on this. No, play no, back, no, no. Play no. back the tape. Play no, back I, the tape. I will go back you, the tape. You said sensual or something like that. No, I said nothing of the sort. Yes, you did. All I said was, is it possible for you to institute, leg- institute legislation to outlaw the tie? That's all said, I said. No, you said something else, no, too. You were the one that said you kissing were, your sister. Yes, I made a joke about it, and you implied that somehow it was sensual or romantic or something, and I was and I was like, no, that's not true. It's creepy. I, I, I've, I've, here's the thing. I believe I have a sister. I'm not sure. My, my old man was like Johnny Appleseed. He visited a lot of different places. Um, but I, I, even if I had a sister, the notion of kissing my sister would never have come to my head. What is wrong with you? You've never heard that expression. I've heard the expression, but okay. I would never, but, but, but the expression, it has no meaning to me because it's not a concept that I would actually visualize when talking about the end of a football game. Well, I think you're wrong, and I think that somehow you you tried to imply that it was sensual in some way, and that's the part that's creepy. That's creepy, right? Because um, yes, you you try to take it to the next level. I was just saying in general. How, what are the odds that that John and Carrie are going to be talking about us on the ten o'clock news tonight? We're going to be Mark Burnovich was on, and here's the thing: you're going to be named, and I'm just going to be a local radio station. <laughs> yeah. That's how this works. Yes, I'm yes, just yes, a, yes, yes. ooh, Greg Kinn, good right. stuff. You like the song? Of course, it's kind of like Buffett. <laughs> it's kind of, I don't think they're anything like Jimmy Buffett. It's kind of like kissing your sister. I mean, there's something wrong about it, but it still feels good. Yeah, I was just on and I, you dropped me or something. Oh, no, we, we just went to you and, and for whatever reason, the phone didn't work. What's up? Oh, okay. Yeah, more Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yes, this guy gets it, Paul. Seriously. That's why Paul kept dropping your call because he didn't want to hear this positive feedback. That's what I thought. That's what I would just say. Anyway, we want to fly away from you guys to Jimmy Buffett. So. Oh, did you? Where'd you go yeah, see him? Denver. Oh, cool. That's it. And Marijuanaville. <laughs> I'm talking to Berno right now. No, Berno, we want Marijuanaville. There is no Marijuana. We want it. Yeah, it, 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 shocking. They're they're Buffett fans and they're and they're high right now at uh, at nine o'clock in the morning. We're not gonna, we're not discussing politics. We have a no politics rule. Yeah, I'm completely so. speechless about that. Oh, are you? Really, I, I are you I shocked think, at the constituency no, of this no, radio station? No, I don't station? think there's any correlation between Buffett fans and uh, marijuana. You'd have to be high to, to dress like that. Come on. Oh, it's it's like a costume party. It's like Mardi Gras. Have you ever been to New Orleans for Mardi Gras? I lived in New Orleans. I love Mardi Gras. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, so it's like yeah, you know, and, and most of the people at Mardi Gras are drunk and high too. So again, my point is made. No, no, you don't have to be drunk and high to go to Mar- uh, to to be at Mardi Gras or a Jimmy Buffett concert. And I will say this: is don't equate. This, they're not the same either. Being high and being drunk are not the same. No, they're not. Right. So, I mean, because uh, people sometimes go, where is uh, Margaritaville? And, you know, it's anywhere you want it to be, buddy. I mean, so that's the thing is that it's a, part of it's a state of mind. And so that's the thing is that, you know, you get dressed up, you wear your parrothead costume, you take your mind off of work and life for a while, maybe make yourself an adult beverage, a frozen concoction that helps you hang on. And then, bam, you're just like for those few hours, you're in a whole different universe. Wow, you're a hippie. You are so, you are so, <laughs> you could just hear, you're just, you got, you got, now how tough is it for you to wear a suit and tie every day to work and knowing that you are all about, you know, Margaritaville and, and you're a big deadhead as well. Yeah, it's, oh, actually, I don't, I don't like wearing a suit and tie. I really don't. In fact, I was on a couple weeks ago, I was on TV talking about something and I, I didn't have a tie on because I didn't know I was going to be on. And a lot of times I don't wear ties at work. Right. And my mom saw it and she called me. She said, Mark, you got to wear a tie when you're at work. And I was like, oh, geez. So um, your, your mom is still telling yeah. you how to dress. Yes, she does. I'm That's awesome. to my mom. I still live in the same neighborhood I grew up in here. So, yes. But, uh, you know, mother's always right. And she'll tell you that. So uh, um, she doesn't listen to your station. No offense. But um, it's, well, she's, uh, she's got taste. 
<laughs> She's probably watching Channel 3 right now. Is it The Price is Right come on soon? I have not seen The Price is Right in a long time. Unfortunately, I don't get a chance to watch game shows. So I feel like sometimes my life is a game show. So uh, Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Hopefully I'm choosing the right answers these days. So, yeah, uh, if you you're know. lucky, you are. Well, this was, uh, this was a good way for you to sort of ease way into a Monday morning as Mark Burnovich, the Attorney oh. General, hangs out with me on the Mark and Interpol program. Now, uh, you, you, you know, to play some more of my music? You want to play some more of your music? Yeah. What do you want to hear? I don't know. Let's do, maybe we should do, uh, I don't know if anyone has any requests out there. If you do, call it a KSLX. Burno the Be the Hitman. That just happened. Um, KSLX. Do you like the way I do that sound effect thing? It's kind of like the Wu-Tang, you know, like... Did you just mention a Wu-Tang reference on this show? Yeah, the Wu-Tang Clan, you yes, know? I, Shaolin Kung Fu, brother. Anyway, um, what I'm thinking, though, is maybe we should do some uh, Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. Or, uh, I can um, do that, sure. We can do something like that. Something, uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, there ain't no such place. Axl Rose said that one. And, right. and, and did you, you know, you, you saw the Guns N' Roses open for the Stones, did you I did, did see open for the Stones. And I tell you, I, I was not a big Guns N' Roses fan, but they were great, even though they were going to break up right after that series of concerts. And uh, yeah. Axl Rose came on after he fell off stage. And right before they did Paradise City, he said, and let me tell you, this is my last concert with these guys, and there ain't no such effing place. And then he ripped into Paradise City. I was like, man, these guys are bad. These guys are good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's that line. There's so much pollution, all this stuff. Everyone gets so worked up about um, what other people are doing in their lives, and it's like, there's this line in the song, you know, the Surgeon General says it's hazardous to breathe. I'd have another cigarette, but I can't see. Tell me, who are you going to believe? And that's like, that's modern poetry, Paul. Here's the thing, Bruno. You started off a little bit rough with the Jimmy Buffett, but you did roll us out with some guiles and credence, and I'm all right with that. Well, I think, I think we, it's all said and done. All the blood has been washed off. Crime scene is clean. I do feel like Fortunate Son could be my walk-up song next time I'm here. You think so? Yeah, I kind of I love that song. I feel like it's me, man. It could be you. Now, you're, again, local boy who's done just fine Public for himself. Public school kid and uh, just happened to be at the right place at the right time, and uh, bam, next thing you know, Jed's a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. I'm I'm just, I'm, yeah, I was going to say, the, <laughs> the, are you part of the 1%? And we're not doing that, okay? Okay, that's not happening. I, I am the attorney general, though, so I got that going for me. Which is nice. Yes. All right. It's well, not a bad deal. Now, here's the thing. I, I don't know. Is, yours is an elected position? It is. All right. So if in the unlikely event you no longer choose to be the attorney general, are you legitimately trying to gain some sort of experience to jump into the radio world to try and take Mark's job? Absolutely. Okay, and yeah. I, all I right. Just want to make uh, sure. Never let the body I, get cold. No. I, this is, I mean, you know, I love music. I know a lot about it. I know a lot of different genres. I mean, if... Anyone's looking for a DJ or weekend parties, man. I'd love to. I'd love to. Just give me two turntables and a mic and I'll uh, rock it, you know? Well, look at him getting all hip hop on us it's, all of a sudden. Uh, here's the deal. Bruno, what is your favorite music story? If you had one story that, that could encapsulate your love for music, what would it be? And we'll close out with that. Oh, gosh, that's tough. Uh, I, lo- I love music. I love all sorts of genres of music, but I think the Reader's Digest version would be probably a. Um, when I went and I saw Toby Keith and okay. I met him backstage and he was drinking a lot. And then when the show started, he was drinking, and he was drinking out of this red solo cup and he was singing that song, red solo cup. And I was right there in the audience and I kind of pointed to him at the point of the cup. And so as he's singing, he hands me his cup and I start to drink it. And um, it's obviously whiskey. And I'm like, I don't know. Should I be drinking this? Should I not be drinking it? So he's and, legit. He's not doing the ice, oh, yeah. the ice it, tea no, in the, it's, in the it's, solo it's, cup. It's, it's yeah, he's. Right. He's throwing down hard. He, he's going to Margaritaville. But, All right. Uh, and so I, and then I'm not sure, what is the protocol on that? Once someone gives you, like, am I supposed to keep it as a souvenir? Do I drink it? Do I spit it out? No eBay. That's no, a, we know that. No, that no so eBay. Then, so then as I start drinking it, I'm, like, drinking it, and then he, like, points and starts um, motioning, like, give me the cup back. Give me the Does cup back. Does he know who you are? 
No, I don't know. He met me before the concert. All right, but, so so you, there's a chance that you that he knew that you were going to be you 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 were the recipient of the cup and that he could get it back from you, the attorney general. Well, yeah. So I, sh- I got to share a drink during a concert of an adult beverage with Toby Keith. So I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've, I thought about it. I could probably think of some other stories, but uh, yeah, it's th- th- that I think was kind of pretty cool. All right. Well, you're welcome back anytime if you want to do it. All right, you're welcome to come back. Yeah, of course, we're, we're done today. Of but, course, uh, if you, remember we gave out those tickets. Some guy won. Yeah, it was Ricardo, I believe. It was Ricardo in Phoenix? Yes, won the tickets to go hey, check out the congratulations. And remember, there is no dark side of the moon. As a matter of fact, it's all dark. All right. Well, Mark Brnovich, the Attorney General for the State of uh, Arizona, and his entire crew of security, and his office, and his uh, public information officers, and all those people that have made this thing possible, and that have blocked out all of your time for this Monday morning. Thank you so much for doing this. And on behalf of the band, I hope we pass the audition. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to.